Greetings, everyone. It's Danica here again. I'm on my back patio, which is why you see this fine array of vintage skateboards behind me. And you might also hear the odd chirping of a bird, squawking of a crow or something like that. It is a gorgeous day here in Southern California. The sun has finally decided to come out. So I am thankful for that. But today we are going to talk about Visio Divina. And if you know your Latin, visio might remind you of the word vision, visio to see, and then divina meaning sacred. So visio divina is a type of sacred seeing, and it patterns itself after lectio divina, which is something, which is a prayer practice that y'all might be familiar with, is the lectio divina, which is considered sacred reading. When we approach scripture, in a transformational way, where we want to open to the Spirit in the reading of Scripture and allow the words, God's Word, to really transform us from the inside out. That is Lectio Divina. So Visio Divina is something similar. It's a sacred seeing. It is using images that to open to the Holy Spirit, to open to um, understanding ourselves and to understanding God better. So Visio Divina is, is newer than the practice of Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina, I believe, started in the early centuries with um, St. Benedict. But Visio Divina has been used in various forms throughout the centuries. But in the sense of using it with just common images, I think is probably newer. So um, Visio Divina is, can take two types of forms. There's, they're both intentional, but they're intentional in different ways. I would say the more traditional Visio Divina way is to seek out particular images. And often these are images that are um, Christian in nature or, or um, spiritual in some nature or sacred, like sacred art in some way. And so you're reflecting, you're gazing upon this uh, this spiritual image, this Christian image, and you are allowing that image to just pervade your thoughts, pervade your feelings, and then you're paying attention as you are looking at this image um, of what comes up inside you. What sort of thoughts come up inside you or feelings? What um, images or questions does the image evoke in you? So this is, I would say, is probably more of a traditional approach to Visio Divina. And some of those images could be like this. I have a few art images here that are of sacred topics or sacred, um, yeah, talk, topics, sacred images from the Bible. So, for example, this is an image of Rembrandt's The Prodigal Son. I don't know if you can, can you see that? It's a little glary. Hopefully you can see it. So it's the image of the prodigal son, that famous Rembrandt um, painting that he did. And this would be a, this would be considered a sort of like a traditional topic for Visio Divina, where you are gazing on this spiritual concept, this biblical story, but from the perspective of this image rather than from reading the words in Scripture. 
And again, you're using this image. You're really getting into the image. You're you're looking at how it was painted, who are the characters. You are really paying attention to, you know, what comes up for you when you see the shadowy figure. Who do you identify? Who do you identify with in the painting? Um, and then that, you know, as you're gazing at the picture and really getting into the details of it, that might bring stuff up for you that the Holy Spirit wants you to process with him. And so that's why this is uh, sacred gazing, prayerful gazing, because we're allowing the image to be a tool by which the Holy Spirit can work in us. And what I have found with imagery is I, I tend to be a person who is in their head a lot. I have a lot of thoughts. I'm thinking all the time. Um, and I can be heavily defended against anything that makes me uncomfortable. I can use my left brain to analyze and to judge and to keep things at bay that are uncomfortable. Well, the beauty of images is that God can use these images to bypass that part of myself, that, that part of myself that's so defended against anything that's uncomfortable. And he can use an image that just immediately grabs me. That makes me go, <gasps> or makes me go, hmm, I need to look at that longer. And then it's sort of like, ha ha. He, he's like, ah, I got her attention. And now that I have her attention, I want to talk to her about this thing that she's been trying to avoid. Ha ha. So here's some other particularly religious pieces. This is Caravaggio, I believe. Yes. Caravaggio, the entombment of Christ. So again, really entering into this picture could bring up all sorts of wonderful, <laughs> meaty um, material for you and the Holy Spirit to talk about. Um, here's another one. This one is by Vincent van Gogh. This is the Good Samaritan. So again, we can enter into a biblical story, but through our visual senses. And in a way that might actually get closer to something that's going on inside us that rather than if we just read the story in the Bible. So it doesn't, this is not an either or. This is not like, ooh, do this instead of. It is instead a, a wonderful prayer practice to add to the various prayer disciplines you might have as a way to um, use a different part of yourself in order to engage with the Holy Spirit. Or then here's this one by Salvador Dali. What does he call this one? He calls this one Christ of St. John of the Cross. It's a really unique perspective on Christ, isn't it? And so again, um, these are more traditional Christian subject matter that are ripe for conversations with the Holy Spirit. And the way you would enter into this is, you know, really spend some time gazing at the image, maybe putting yourself in the image. Where do you see yourself? What questions might you have as you look at it? Uh, some, things to, some things to pay attention to when you're doing this is, where do I feel uncomfortable? Do I feel uncomfortable? Um, what is making me upset, uncomfortable? a little leery, you know, anything like that. Ooh, that is just like gold for conversation with God. 
Like really pay attention to those nuggets when those feelings come up for you when you're looking at an image because that is some where some great exploration can have can happen with the Holy Spirit. So um, if that is your response to something, oh praise God that that means that there is some really good work that the Holy Spirit wants to do with you. That's to be um, that's a gift, a gift. Okay, so so I've shown you some very traditional Christian like. Um, images that uh, are traditionally used to do Visio Divina. However, it can be any kind of art. It doesn't have to be specifically religious or sacred. So for example, maybe you come across this photograph and it's so odd and it arrests your attention. You're like, I don't really know what's going on, but there's something about it. And maybe you just want to use this image as a way to um, explore more about yourself with the Holy Spirit and say, why was I so attracted to this image? Holy Spirit, what is it about it? Is it that it sort of captures an odd whimsy and playfulness? And that's why I'm like, ooh, I like that. And maybe that's missing in my life. And maybe the Holy Spirit is saying, I wanted you to see this because you need more of this in your life. Because I made you to be playful and whimsical and to um, enjoy life. Life is not just serious, you know? So maybe that's what was happening. But again, you can really enter into it, ask questions of it, pay attention to what are those subtle movements of your spirit as you're looking at the image? What is happening inside you? And all of that stuff that's happening, whether it's the questions, the emotions, the thoughts, the images, take it to the Holy Spirit, take it into conversation with God. Because that is where rich self-knowledge and knowledge of God comes from. So that was an example of a photograph. But it could be like traditional artists, like um, uh, this is Edvard Munch, Starry Night, his version of Starry Night. Now think of that one compared to Van Gogh's. That's another fun technique is to take two. You could compare this one with Van Gogh's Starry Night and, and see what do they invoke in you? What is what is coming up for you when you see the two images and why do you prefer one to the other? Well, that's ah, wonderful, wonderful information about yourself can come through this. It's a great opportunity to connect with God and share with God who you are and your own desires and longings and maybe um, fears. Maybe there's fear associated with this in a way that's not associated with Van Gogh's. Who knows? But it's a great way to start a conversation with God. So this is Edvard Munch. And then, of course, we've got Turner, Snowstorm, Steamboat Off a Harbor's Mouth. You know, that could, you could go all sorts of directions with this. You know, maybe this, maybe this signifies something going on in your own soul. Maybe this, is a, maybe this is a spiritual landscape for you. And you're like, wow, this really speaks to the condition I'm in right now. It's uh, a picture of my soul. Well, what a blessing that is to be given this image as a, as a resource to your own soul, as a way to see what's going on. And of course, you know, God has a lot to say to you in that. He's with you in that. And so this image could be the way that you, you start that conversation with God. Um, it could be like random photographs like this. This is a group of children singing in a snow cave in Nii. Gata Prefecture in Japan. Maybe there's something in this image that that just made you sit up and 
something popped into your head. Maybe it was a memory of childhood. Maybe it evokes something from childhood and it's the Holy Spirit saying, I want to talk to you about that experience you had in childhood and the story you told yourself about that experience wasn't entirely accurate. You never know. You never know how images can be used by the Holy Spirit to speak to you about things that have happened in the past or the present, and they can be used to help you find healing. So there we go. And then there is things like architecture. Architecture can be a wonderful way to um, be caught by surprise. So for example, this is a postcard of St. Martin's in the Field. St. Martin in the Fields, it's their east window. And if you can see, it's this very modern, it's not stained glass, but it is a glass and metal uh, recreation of a window. It probably had stained glass originally and then something happened to it. I can't remember the story behind it. Maybe it got bombed out or something during World War II or whatever, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up here. But um, regardless, I. This is not to everybody's taste, obviously. However, I absolutely love the juxtaposition of this very modern window with the decorative and more sacred traditional surrounding. And so when I first saw this, it just, it was, I just couldn't stop looking at it. I could not stop looking at this image. Now this is architecture and it's yet the Holy Spirit used it to start a conversation with me about how God breaks in to our world and how um, he's just so beyond time and space. And it, I mean, it just like all sorts of things came to mind. And so I would spend time talking to the Holy Spirit about these ideas and it expanded my understanding of who God was. Well, because I started looking at this, this postcard, it's a postcard. So don't underestimate what the Holy Spirit can use to um, open you to um, a conversation with God. So that is one of the first ways you can intentionally participate in Visio Divina is through these very obvious art and architectural images. And if this is a way that you want to participate in this, um, one of the things that I do is I subscribe or I follow on Instagram various museums. So I followed the Ashmolean, that's in Oxford, the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. I also follow the um, National Portrait Gallery in London. And what else do I follow? Oh, I think there's one in Philadelphia. I forgot the name of it, but maybe the Philadelphia Museum of Art, something like that. But they have wonderful Instagram feeds. And so I'm getting these, these marvelous art pieces, these art um images in front of me every day. And there have been times where God has arrested my gaze by something that has been posted. And so, and I love it. It's like a surprise in my day. Oh, God's reaching out to me through this wonderful piece of art. I love it. Um, and if, and if God doesn't use it to arrest my gaze for something, then it's just, I get to fill myself with beauty and art and things that are interesting, which is, so it's a win-win. So that's the first way you can be really intentional with this. But there is another way. And that is maybe, so just to say, the first way is when you want to make Visio Divina an intentional prayer practice that you add to your day. And so you may be looking for specific images and you're taking a specific amount of time or whatever to really sit with the image and to really go through this process of 
holy listening, holy seeing, sacred seeing, however you want to call it, prayerful gazing. But then the second way you can do this is you can be intentional about noticing when an image captures your attention. So what I mean by this is we are inundated in our culture with imagery. It is everywhere. So when you are watching TV or maybe a movie or you're flipping through magazines, your Instagram account, your Facebook account, God has arrested my attention in all of these different places. But basically what this means is that you are not actively intending to participate in Visio Divina. But while going through your normal day and the normal activities of your day, an image has come before you that causes a disruption in your spirit. That's what I think of it. There's a disruption. You, you have, you're paying attention to those currents, those internal currents of your soul, and something disrupted the current, and you're like, oh, wait, what was that about? Wait, why, why did that image in the magazine catch my eye? What is, it, what is this about? And then you can ask, Holy Spirit, is there something you want to talk to me about? And maybe you look at it, you gaze longer. And as you're gazing at it, being open to what the Spirit might tell you, the Spirit brings ideas or thoughts or emotions to the top of your consciousness that maybe had been subconscious that you hadn't been paying attention to. And the Holy Spirit is saying, I want you to pay attention. So I'm bringing it. I got past your defenses. I got past your, your analytical, judgmental mind. And I got past it through this image. And now I want you to pay attention because I have something I want to do with you in this, in what this image is bringing up. I want to work with you. So this has happened. I've mentioned this before in a previous um, video. I was watching a grisly murder mystery with my husband one day. And there was a scene, a beautiful scene of hills and ocean. And that scene just overwhelmed my senses. I saw it and I just was like, <gasps> this craving, this deep craving and longing and desire just welled up in me out of nowhere when I saw this particular scene in this particular grisly mystery. Now, obviously, I was not actively participating in Visio Divina. However, when I had that experience, I was noticing what happened inside me and that made me pay attention to what is it about this that is causing this reaction into me, in me? And so when the program was over and later that night, I sat down with my visual journal and I wrote out what that visual was that I saw. And then I, I spent time praying with God about what, what, it, what was going on there? What was that about? What were you doing in me? What did you want me to see? And such, I mean, just wonderful stuff came out of that, of like a desire for rest, for beauty, for silence and solitude. Um, Desires that I didn't even really know I had because I was happy with my life. I was happy with the way things were going. And yet here in the, in the sort of my subconscious parts, there was this deep desire for alone time with God. And I'm sure God would have found another way to bring that to my attention. But because I was sort of noticing my response to something, he was able to use that particular imagery to connect with me. And I've had this with random images on Facebook where somebody's posting about camping, maybe, or um, what's the other one? S architecture. Um, they're just like 
it, you know, a lot of times it's travel imagery and it could be the location. There's something about it that just stops me in my tracks and makes me want to look at it. And when that, when I get that sense of like, I just want to keep gazing, I need to see this or something's arrested my attention, then I give the Holy Spirit an opportunity to speak to me through that image. So that's the second way you can be intentional with Visio Divina. The first one is as an actual intentional prayer practice. And then the other one is responding when you see an image, responding to something you have noticed instead of just breezing past, instead of just ignoring what just happened inside you, but actually paying attention and focusing and taking that um, sort of God surprise and saying, okay, I want to talk to you about this God. What is going on? So those are the two ways you can go about using Visio Divina. I will also add that um, as part of this practice, I don't do this every single time, but when I do find images like postcards or um, magazine, anything in a magazine that I can easily cut out, I will glue that into my journal and I will journal about it, this image. And it becomes like a visual prayer journal of how God has used images over time to help me see myself and to help me see and understand who God is. Um, again, the beauty of Visio Divina is that it often just gets past our defenses and it brings things up in us that maybe we wouldn't otherwise want to pay attention to. But the Holy Spirit wants us to be healthy, wants us to be whole, wants us to flourish in this life. And so God will use all things to enable that in us. So that is my spiritual quick tip for connecting with God today. Um, I hope you try it out. And um, it would be fantastic if you left comments and showed us some of the images that have impacted you in your journey with Jesus. Um, and the final thing I want to say is... I will actually be putting this into practice at the Getty. I plan to do a spiritual field trip in the near future to practice this at the Getty. So I hope you will join me for that future episode. Until then, this is Danica Childs with The Audacious Adventure. <laughs>